Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Flick Everett, and I'm Yahoo's senior lifestyle editor. Welcome to the Life Edit podcast, where each episode I'm joined by one of our Yahoo experts. And we talk about some aspect of lifestyle, and it could be royalty, health, uh, homes, gardens, fashion. Today, however, it is beauty, and I am very pleased to welcome our shopping editor, who specialises in such things, Sabrina. Hi. Hi, Flick. Thank you for joining us to talk beauty. So before we get into discussing beauty in its many guises, I am going to ask you my icebreaker question. And this week, obviously, it's what beauty item can you not live without? What would you take with you to that mythical desert island? So it would have to be a good moisturizer, because I think that's probably like the one product that everybody just always uses. So I have one in my beauty cupboard, which is from Elemis, which is the Pro Collagen Overnight Mask. And I don't know how I got in there, but it's my absolute favorite because it smells like lavender and it absorbs so nicely. And I'm almost out, so I Googled how much it would be just to buy another jar. And it turns out that it's 92 pounds for 30 <laughs> mil. So that was a bummer. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's a lot of money. I, I am very low rent when it comes to beauty on the whole, unless I get given things as presents, because I just can't bring myself to justify it. Like hugely expensive things, I'm just there going, yeah, but I, you know, all I'm doing is paying for the packaging. I'm just paying for extra because it's got a fancy French name and a nice design, you know, and a glass jar. And really, is it that much better than something I can get from Aldi? Not usually. So, but my beauty must have essential that I can't go anywhere without is black mascara. Ah, yes. Yes, it's crucial to me because I find that if I don't wear it, I just feel as if my eyes have sunk into my skull like some sort of terrible Halloween mask. And I just feel that I have to have mascara from waking up every day. <laughs> I do take it off at night, but every day, all day, wherever I am, I have to wear it. Yeah. Mine would probably be a red lip. Oh, yeah. Because I'm not really a makeup kind of gal myself. Like, so a red lip, I always just feel like if you put on a good, bold lipstick, you always have elevated your look like a thousand times. Very much so. I always used to wear red lipstick. I had this one from MAC. I think it's called Ruby Woo. Ruby Woo. Yes. <laughs> yes. The most Iconic. popular. The most yeah. popular red lipstick of all time. And it really is a great shade. It looks fabulous with everything. But I just can't be bothered to look at myself on Google Teams calls wearing red lipstick. It just seems a bit much for work, yeah. doesn't it, yeah. these days? But, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll get back to it when things are opened up properly and we feel more confident about these things. So in terms of beauty, I mean, obviously we sell beauty products on Yahoo. What, what's going really well? What do people buy at the moment? Yeah, I think because, you know, we've all been on a lot of Zoom calls, you know, whether that be for work or with friends and family, there's no need to use your expensive foundation or, you know, do up your look. Um, so I think people have really honed in more on their skincare, both men and women. And kind of the biggest brand that we have seen definitely a shift towards is called The Ordinary, which kind of popped out of nowhere. Um, 
a few years back and it's just been a huge success ever since with kind of all ages so it went viral on tiktok a, a lot and all of their products are really affordable the majority are all under 10 pounds and now like 90 percent of the products i use are all from the ordinary because as you say like you realize when you try some luxury products that you actually don't need to spend as much to get the same yeah. you know results or finish yeah, exactly i do feel that i've always been a bit of a bargain lover and when i was a teenager i used to go to the local pick and pay shop which is like quality save or the pound shop and just buy really cheap makeup because i loved the makeup and i only wanted to spend a pound on the lip gloss and like, oh yeah you know? but i still think i've got a little bit of that in me i get excited about bargain makeup you know when they have the basket in the chemist and you can rummage through it and it's all discounted i always end up buying loads from that i'm like oh oh blusher in a shade i'll never wear but it's only two pounds so i'm gonna get it because <laughs> you never know you can try it once i guess it's a form of like it's it's a step on from when you used to do dress up as a child, yeah. you know, Yeah. when your favorite thing used to be to put makeup, you know, beg your mom to exactly. let you use her makeup or something. You know, it, I think it reminds me of going to parties and putting on false eyelashes and loads of blusher and all that looking ridiculous. But it's such fun as well. I love beauty because I just think it's a way of dressing up, you know, without having to look like a complete idiot. It just gives you a chance to do something different and see someone a little bit different in the mirror and feel a little bit better about yourself I don't think we should have to wear makeup if we don't want to obviously but I think if you enjoy it it's great and it can just give you a little bit of a lift it's like in times of recession it's well known that lipstick spending goes up massively because people just want a little treat to make themselves feel better don't they yeah I think it will definitely be interesting going back to you know some form of normality where you know you see people especially colleagues or you know people that you see every day who usually would be wearing makeup and then you've seen them now for you know one year plus just or natural on camera exactly and now you don't think anything about it you know but if you're in the office and they came in like that you'd be like oh my god are you okay because <laughs> you're so used to them wearing you know bronzer or something so I think it's gonna and so many women as well like absolutely get it that by putting on makeup you know it makes them feel more confident and more ready for the day and you know so they won't go out without you know a certain product Absolutely. But I think it will be really interesting to see, you know, if that's paired back now, because, you know, we have all got used to a more natural look. Definitely. I think that's really true. And it's a little bit like high heels as well. Something that used to feel so normal now feels like a load of effort that nobody can be bothered to make. And I think I feel a little bit that way about a full face of makeup for a meeting, for instance. Yeah. Or just going to the pub. I might now put on some concealer and mascara and brush my hair, but I don't think I'd bother with the whole foundation and blusher and eyeshadow. It all just seems a bit excessive. Yeah. Whereas I used to, as I say, I used to love doing it. So, I mean, given that we're just finding our feet again in the beauty world, what do you think are the essentials that most people should have in their makeup bag, in their arsenal of makeup looks? What's, what are the things we need and the things we don't need? I mean, I would say probably I could live without thick foundation, but I couldn't yeah. live without concealer, for instance. I think that's totally fair. And I think, you know, through the pandemic, we have all learned to live without those things. So I definitely would say like probably a concealer, a lipstick, and then depending what kind of woman you are, either a mascara or something to fill in your eyebrows. Yeah, or both. Yeah, or both. <laughs> Because like my thing is it's probably I'd do like an eyebrow, a lip, and then I can go. 
Yeah, exactly. But you've got great eyebrows. See, mine, I, I overplucked mine when I was a teenager. So I basically have to draw half my face on every morning. Or, you know, I feel like as I get older, my face kind of fades and I have to just like color it in a bit more. But I think that's quite normal as you age a bit when you get to midlife. So, yeah, I think anything that's a little bit enhancing. So maybe a nice brown eyeliner, something like that as well, because that pretty much suits everyone, I think. But when you were talking about um, skincare earlier and you said Aldi, have you actually tried one of Aldi's skincare products? Yes, I have. I have. I love them. I've got um, their night cream, I think it is. Yes, it is. It's the night cream. And it's really good. And it doesn't come in a very fancy pot. Let's be honest. It doesn't have loads of, you know, swirly designs or anything that looks glamorous, particularly. But it doesn't really matter, does it? Because at the end of the day, it costs less than a tenner. So what's, you know, can you go wrong with that, really, as long as it does the job? And if, if, have you tried, like, luxury, luxury skincare goods in the past that you think, oh, well, that was a bit of a waste? Yes, I actually have, because I used to get sent things for free when I was working as a journalist on various magazines and things like that, and I'd try them out. And sometimes people would buy me nice things for my birthday or Christmas. You know, my rich friends would buy me a face cream. But a couple of times I'd use these very expensive creams and I would find it was terrible for my skin. And I haven't got particularly sensitive skin, but it would just break out in some awful rash or be a bit sore or feel a bit drier. And I wonder if there is something with very expensive creams, whether they just add too many potent ingredients to the cream. You know, and maybe you are paying extra for those ingredients, but maybe most of us aren't used to them. Yeah, well, yeah, that I get that is a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to buy more to make it better. No, obviously, I'm not <laughs> saying that expensive products do that. But I, I did have some problems, I will say, with some breakouts around my nose and things like that. And I just think my skin wasn't used to that level of richness. So I like quite basic cleansing and moisturizing stuff because I feel like I know what's in it. I don't like things that are tested on animals if I can avoid them. Um, obviously. And I think a lot more brands are going down that route now as well, aren't they? They're realising that people really don't enjoy that. Definitely. But speaking of uh, trying luxury products, I realised the other day that I've literally tried the majority of Victoria Beckham's skincare re regime. Wow. Because just out of like pure coincidence. So Victoria Beckham says that she likes to use La Mer, which is like a cream that so many celebrities talk about all the time and have done for yeah. years. Yeah. But it kind of smells like baby cream and it dried out my skin like a lot. See, this is what I'm talking about. Exactly. So that was a no. And then a few years back when I was backstage at a VB show, I got given um, Augustus Bader or Bader. I think it's Augustus Bader, which is another like serum, which VB absolutely adores. And she's done collaborations with them and everything. And I just didn't see the magical results I was looking for, but it, it was a very small bottle and even that small <laughs> bottle was very expensive. So maybe it's because I just didn't use it for a prolonged period of time. I mean, it could be that. It could be that you have to build it up. But I do think there is, I'm not saying with this brand, but generally in the beauty industry, there is a lot of smoke and mirrors, isn't there, about design and celebrities and all of that. And I think it's very easy to start thinking that, you know, one or two applications are going to make us look amazing and we'll come out looking like JLo like within minutes of using it. Yeah. But I think that generally speaking, the reason that these brands like the Ordinary and Aldi skincare range do so well is because they really 
really are simple but effective. Yeah, that's so true because out of all the ones I tried of VB's skincare routine, Walida skin food, which is only like eight pounds, was the best. And that's the one yeah. I still use. And that was the cheapest. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I've heard, you see, I've heard about this and it's very good. And it's also vegan. No, it's really good. So, I mean, in terms of beauty then, do you think that we should all just be dialing down our expectations a bit do you think do you think we expect too much of a beauty product and think it's going to be a miracle and fall for the advertising every time if it's a skincare product then yes because like obviously there are limitations with what it can do and they all take a long period of time so like collagen you know you lose collagen past a certain age and therefore yes okay you probably should use collagen in your skincare routine the same with retinol but you know it's not going to be a magical worker and get rid of your lines and return you to your youth but you know it can minimize it over time yeah yeah exactly that I mean when I have used things that work it is definitely noticeable over a period of time but one of the things that I don't like is when they try and blind you with science and I was chatting to my mum right the other day and she said oh I've got this new shampoo and I bought it because it's not got any parabens in it and I said "Hmm, what are parabens and she went oh I don't know And neither of us had a clue what a paraben was, but because it said paraben free, you know, it just looked really appealing and sounded like it was going to be a good thing. So I think a lot of the time that might be down to our ignorance of beauty terms, but I think a lot of the time they do use terms, particularly in the advertising, that we just do not understand. That is so true. That is so true. (laughs) I mean, that's why I like basic stuff that just says this will clean your face and make your skin look nice. You know, I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, I'll use that. That's fine. Thank you. So, you know, I've been seeing on our site on Yahoo there's a lot of serums selling at the moment as well like anti-aging serums and I do think there is some some uh, truth and some some evidence to show that serums do help your skin because they penetrate it quite deeply and they give it lots of um, vitamins and all of that that helps so I've started using serums and I have seen a little bit of a difference I have to say so I'm quite pleased with that and I think I'll carry on yeah I guess because it's just providing your skin with more nutrients and like different exactly products that aren't in a in a moisturizer but yeah, it's when it gets to, I don't know if you've ever watched like Vogue do like beauty things where they get a celebrity and they do their like skincare routine and they literally slather on like 15 products on their face at once. And I'm like, surely that can't all be working at one time. I wouldn't have thought so. It's like, I remember reading in a book, somebody describing somebody using lots of different beauty products and saying they were basically just creating a cheese on their face. light layer of cheese and which I would rather not do so I think keep it simple and not too expensive but also products that are well reviewed that other people find work well yeah you know because that's one of the things I like is that we usually look at the reviews as well and if there's lots of people going actually this was a bit rubbish we don't do it and if loads of people are going oh my god this was amazing it changed my life then yes you know because I think there's there's nothing like sort of crowdsourcing for advice about beauty definitely I think like well even if I buy a new product it's most probably because a friend's recommended it to me yeah or you know I've seen it raved about online yeah exactly like you're always gonna look at the reviews like 90% of the time yes and that's why I actually prefer buying skincare products online versus you know in store because you have that kind of you know 
market research behind it. Oh, absolutely. I couldn't agree more because that way you don't get the hard sell because I'm so intimidated by people in beauty departments. I mean, I know they've got to sell stuff and they're probably on commission and they're not going to kill me if I don't buy it. But I do feel intimidated and you go in and they go, oh, can I introduce you to our new £600 moisturiser, madam? And I just go, oh God, I don't think I'm going to buy it. Thank you. <laughs> Scuttle off into the lift. So I think, yeah, absolutely. Having the time to browse properly online and see what other people have said is really, really good and really invaluable, in fact. Yeah. So that's all we've got time to discuss this time. But if you would like to find out more about beauty products that really work and keep up with all the latest shopping news, head to Yahoo Style UK. And next time I'll be talking to another of our Yahoo experts about another aspect of lifestyle. So don't miss it. And thank you for listening. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <laughs> <laughs> 